Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the breakthrough success coach and your powerful presence mentor. Welcome to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most. I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the exponential success coach. I have today a very special guest. Uh, Angel Preto is, um, he actually likes cheese. Uh, but beyond that, he's, <laughs> he is the premier French learning coach. He, uh, teaches one-to-one. He has, uh, courses. He does YouTube stuff. He's been doing all of this for over a decade. And, um, uh, he, teaches and coaches French learners internationally. I have never had a very specific tutor on my podcast. And, um, you know, we've talked about leadership here. We've talked about uh, literacy and financial literacy. And here is a specialty niche that I think we can learn not only a little bit about how to learn, we can learn about French, we can learn how to learn pretty much anything, I think, from this process. And also, what are some of the leadership lessons along the way? With all of that said, let me introduce Angel. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Wayne, for having me. It's an honor. Well, it's, it's great. The uh, How is it, like, your big claim to fame currently um because there's big things in your future that your big claim to fame is that you you help english speakers learn french really fast and become fluent really fast what yes. like what led you to become the premier uh french instructor like the learning coach i love that that word too french learning coach what what led you to like work with English speakers who go, I want to learn French, nothing else has worked? Right. So that's a really, really long story. So I'll try to give you the short version. <laughs> uh, first off, I am French. It's actually my native language. I was born and raised in France uh, until the age of 25. And then I decided to go live abroad. And uh, I actually have a master's degree uh, for teaching French. So I became a French teacher. I've actually been teaching French for over 18 years now, which makes me kind of old, but, you know, it's been over 18 years uh, of teaching and uh, about seven years of having an online business. So long story short, um, seven years ago, I found myself in a situation where I decided to create an online business rather than pursuing some other employment situation. And uh, that was the beginning of when it was possible to teach languages online. So we started having platforms like italki or Pipply, which allow you to do these kind of things. And so that's how I started. So at, the, at that time, I was just teaching like I had always done, but I was already starting to specialize in teaching French to English speakers, uh, even though in the past I've taught German speakers a lot because I've been living in German-speaking countries for 10 years. And I've also taught even other languages. I taught Esperanto a bit, even taught Spanish at some point. Mm. Um, but, and I taught English to French speakers a lot. 
Um, but what I'm really specialized in is teaching French to English speakers. And then as I developed my business and I understood how more about leadership and building a business and niching and marketing, uh, it occurred to me that it would actually be a lot more helpful to bring coaching to the uh, French learning industry, so to speak, rather than just teaching the traditional way. Um, because very often what's missing, especially for English speakers, who for them French is their second language, so meaning it's the first foreign language that they learn, they just don't have um, awareness of what it takes, basically, to um, learn a foreign language. And some of them are, well, all of my students actually are adults already. So They're what already? Takes, they're adults. Adults, so every, I got you. Like, yeah. I haven't taught someone under 20 in probably 10 years. <laughs> okay. You know, they're all adults. I have adults of all ages, including uh, over 60. Awesome. And, and it's, it's different teaching adults who have a busy life and who have particular goals that they need to reach quickly versus teaching teenagers who just happen to do French because they sit in class and it's on the program. You know, it's completely different. And I really decided to focus on identifying what are the goals of each client and coaching them to achieve those goals rather than just teaching some French that may or may not be relevant to what they need. And that will be the big difference between what I do and what most other people or other offers that you can find do. And that's the core difference between teaching and coaching is that coaching is extremely centered on the client and on them achieving their goals. That also means that I have to create a brand new curriculum from scratch for every uh, new client that I have one-on-one. -on -one. And also my group program starts with the first few workshops are about creating your curriculum for yourself. And I also spend a lot of time helping people refine what they need to learn. That's awesome. Yeah. I have a bunch of questions for you. Okay. So I'm sure. going to rapid fire the questions and then you can sort them and, and tell me. Um, when you said you moved abroad, I'm curious about where that is. I also know from your bio that you lived in Austria. That's not abroad from France. That's basically next door. Um, <laughs> All right, then I moved next door. Okay. <laughs> is that okay? Is that is that what you meant? All right. And then, yeah. what does it take to learn a foreign language? Like you said, because I can guide people on what it takes to learn a foreign language. And, um, you know, you've worked with people over 60. So uh, from 20 to 60 plus, it's like there's hope for any adult, basically. Mm -hmm. um, let me back up with those questions in mind. You grew up in what part of France? Because, you know, for the audience, our listening audience, our viewing audience is international. So they may actually know where you where you are. So I grew up in Dijon, and if you don't know where that is, you probably know about the mustard. Sure. Because that's internationally known. Um, and yeah, it's in the uh, northeast corner of France. It's uh, the capital city of Burgundy, which is also famous for the wine. Yes. Um, and is that where you're living now? No, uh, I live in Austria now. So oh, you do live I in Austria? In, yes. Um, I lived in France until I was 25. Then I moved to Austria. I lived in two different places in Austria. Uh, Which in part? Vienna. Uh, I lived in a small city in the mountain called Gmunden, where uh, people don't speak English, don't speak French, and barely speak German, which is, they speak a local dialect. Uh, it was yeah. a bit of 
it was a big cultural shock, I have to say. Yeah. Um, and then I met my ex-wife, who's from Berlin. And uh, I didn't know it was contagious. So I became a Berliner too, uh, but only for a few years. And then I, I got a divorce and I regretted moving away from Vienna, actually, because I really love the city. So I moved back to Vienna. So I did Austria, Germany, Austria. Amazing. That's awesome. So you're in Vienna now? Yes. Okay. That's good. I studied for a semester, actually a summer semester at uh, the University of Salzburg. Nice. So, yeah, it was gorgeous. Very yeah. cute city. I, I love visiting it. It's like a postcard. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your master's in? Um, French teaching. So the whole, you know, if I translate the name of it to title, it's Didactics of French as a Foreign Language. And my specialization is French for specific purposes, meaning wow. that already in my master's, there is this uh, direction of teaching people for their specific goals. But in the master's, we focus a lot on large group of people who will have specific purposes. So traditional cases are things like hotel groups that will um, welcome French tourists or medical team that will have French patients. Um, but as far as I know, no one has taken this knowledge and like this particular training and deciding, okay, I will go all in for every single person and I will do it like a one-on-one -on -one thing. To my knowledge, I am the only person in the world doing that. That's amazing. And to decide to do that, you, you turned this into your business just seven years ago. Yes. Um, yes. That's awesome. I uh, Can you describe kind of the process? Like... If I were, if I were talking to you, and I am, um, yes, right, and it, and it's like, okay, so Angel, like, what does it take for me to become comfortable? You know, I don't expect to be fluent, but what would it take for me to become comfortable in speaking French? So it's good to think of two different aspects. So one, there's a mindset element which I would break into two categories, which is like really believing that you are able to do it because already when you tell me, okay, what does it take for me to become comfortable? I wouldn't expect to be fluent. It means there's like mm, kind of thing like, I don't know how far I can go. So it's important to be like, no, you, you can actually learn. Like you have a human brain. Every human brain can actually learn a foreign language given the right um, circumstances, I would say. I'm going to pause you right there because this is a huge, one of the things that I do in this podcast is like, here's a leadership moment. Here's a learning moment. Yes. And um, for me to have said, um, here's this thing and let me just sort of expose a self-limiting belief right in front of you. And it's like, I hadn't realized that that was a, a limiting belief until you gave it back to me and said, well, first you have to believe. So yeah. it's like, that's awesome. I know I can become fluent. Um, yes. <laughs> which, is, which is true. Uh, I and and it's very interesting to step in and go. Okay, so what else? Where are people limiting themselves when it comes to learning any language? When it comes to learning about finance? When it comes to learning mm -hmm. about business? It's like where where are you limiting yourself? And I love that I've just like come face to face with. Oh, I didn't expect to be to actually. Like to learn a language, I didn't expect to be fluent in it. Why not? Right? Why not? And so if that's the first place that you focus, that's awesome. Um, it's, it's critical because the single biggest predictor of whether you will succeed or not is your level of commitment. 
And mm-hmm. if you don't believe it's possible, then how committed are you going to be? Like no one is committed to achieving the impossible. Right. That would be weird, right? That would be crazy. So yeah, that's that's really important because I mean, as as a coach, I commit fully to every client, but I have to be matched with almost like uh, at least an equal amount of commitment on the client's behalf because I I wish I had come up with some way of like just infusing the language in you, like zapping you with it. Sure. I have not. Okay. So I, I need you to show up and participate actively. That's so, awesome. Yeah. All right. So part one, belief. Yes. And then, and then what's the next step? And then, so like I said, you have to believe that you can given the right circumstance. So the second thing is really to create the environment for you and create the path so that you can become fluent. So I, I like to say that it's broken into four steps, which is S-A-I-S, which is like to know in French. Uh, so the first one is selection. So that's actually my job, especially if we work one-on-one. For each client, I will create a roadmap and it defines precisely all of the, uh, we call it task in language uh, learning jargon, but it's like all of the things that you need to be able to speak in French. So the first hour of us working together, I would ask you, okay, like, what are your goals? Why are you learning French? You said that your wife speaks French. So maybe there's something related to your family life. I don't know because you haven't told me so much. So it's really hard to come up with things, but uh, perhaps you want to travel, et cetera. So the first full hour would be me asking you a lot of questions on like what you want to achieve with it. And also what is your life already like? So that we can create some habits that you will integrate into your existing life. So one thing I love, for example, is to ask people about their um, their hobbies and their interests so that I can find YouTube channels and podcasts for them in French for French speakers about those interests. So, for example, I know for you that you are interested in personal growth. So I would definitely give you a whole list of uh, French YouTube channels, which I happen to already know. Uh, because I'm into that as well uh, about personal growth. But if you tell me uh, something else that I've never researched before, I will also research it for you. But at this that. stage, I have a really big database with uh, everything from historical fashion to fly fishing. <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, cool. So so uh, selection is the first one, the S. Yes. Or, yes. Uh, and as S-A-I-S, which is, which is right. knowledge right. or to know. Um, okay. Let me, pardon? Yeah, I didn't finish the whole four steps. No, no, you didn't. You didn't. I'm pausing you at at the S for a second because I want to point out that that what you didn't say, you said it, but you didn't say it this way, is that in learning anything, anything, it is about your motivation and it's about your foundation. Where are you starting? Mm-hmm. And and what's the reason that you want to actually dive into this? Because that is going to be a predictor of, of commitment. Mm-hmm. So this is awesome. Absolutely. What's the A? What's so the, the A, A is for activation. Um, this, is, this is going to be true definitely about anything you want to learn or to achieve. You need to already have a, um, there is this thing in your brain, which is called the, um, reticular activation system okay so the same a is activation which basically like if you tell yourself that you're looking for something you will see it everywhere 
So if you want a particular brand of car, suddenly this car is everywhere around you. Well, before you never noticed it. And that's yes. going to be super important, particularly in the third step, because the third step is immersion. So they go together. So we use actually this system to learn French successfully. So for successful activation, it could be of a particular grammar uh, feature or a particular vocabulary. It's important at some point to input the thing that you want to learn consciously so that then your brain can you know, make it part of your language, which you can do because you have step three, which is the immersion. So immersion, that's where the uh, YouTube channels and podcasts that I was mentioning before come in. They're here to put the language around you. Because think about it. When you were a child, you learned English. You didn't think so much about, oh, my God, how am I going to learn English? How am I going to learn all those words, all the grammar, all that so much? No, you had it around you, and somehow it became you. So that's, that's the power of immersion. Like As a child, you learn through immersion alone. You can still do it as an adult, but my guess is it's not the only thing you have on your plate. And it would be faster if you have all four steps rather than, you know, just immersion. And also as an adult, you will have a lot of um, resistance to what's foreign. So you tend to block things out, even if you're trying to immerse yourself. So that's why the activation is also super important, because then, you know, you won't block it out because you're actively looking for it. All right. And before, we get to the, step, before we get to the fourth okay. step. Um, because I like to just like, lock these things in. Okay. Yes. Motivation and foundation. That's selection. You were looking for. I would say motivation and foundation are the first, uh, like the bedrock of it. And yes. then selection is your precise goal, like precisely knowing exactly what it needs. That That's the goal. That's where motivation yes. is. That's the goal. Yeah, um, I guess you activation is when you become aware that, wow, like even some of our French our our english words have a right. french they have a french uh ideology so yes. hmm, right so it's like you become you start to become aware so that's activation is that you mm -hmm. that awareness starts to open yes. um immersion putting the language around you yes the reason i i paused you here as well is because this matches coaching like the coaching i do absolutely personal and professional development is about what are you focused on and are you going to keep focusing there or can you raise that up a little bit like and now can you start to be aware of of a higher level of you know I call it exponential success it's not incremental it's like when you become aware that that activation piece is right oh now i'm ready to take a leap like it's not mm -hmm. just i can learn a word or i can do this or you know for your personal or professional growth it's i'm thinking this way and maybe if i thought slightly bigger it's like no boom suddenly you've right. made an exponential leap and then immersion right you are i'm paying attention to the bookcase behind you and Mm -hmm. And I know that, for example, like those things that you are immersed in, you are growing, right? Yes. You pay attention to your clients and what are they, what are they uh, paying attention to in their life? I love that. It's like, here's your homework is go watch these YouTube videos and yep. start to start to just be part of the language. You become, you know, it's been said that you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with most. Well, mm -hmm. Who are you hanging out with 
for your financial literacy, your French fluency, your, you know, it's like your personal and professional uh, mastery. So this is awesome. This is really good. Selection, activation, immersion. And the fourth one is? The last one is safe practice. Oh. Because uh, if you do the first three steps very successfully and consistently, you will still not be speaking at all. You will, what you will have is a lot of passive knowledge. So you will be able to understand a lot, but you will not be able to speak. And sadly, a lot of people actually arrive at this stage. And I do meet a lot of people when they are at this stage and they're like, oh, well, I have learned this so much and I can practically read a book in French, but I can never speak a sentence. And the reason why is because of lack of practice and practice can be something like it's kind of like a double-edged sword sometimes. Because you can be in a situation where your attempt to practice are not going to be supported and you will have bad experiences and, and that will actually set you back. And sadly, French teachers all over the world are champions at just making people feel bad about their situation or their level or whatever. And it's just, it's not right. You need to have a space where you can practice where nothing bad will happen to you. And because I have a lot of clients who are professionals, I mean, think about it. I have lawyers, um, I have diplomats, I have business owners, um, lots of people who have important jobs in, in international business or in charities. And if they mess up in real life, it's going to be bad. Sometimes it's potentially life-threatening, either for them or for other people. I mean, if you're a diplomat in a country at war, you have, you have pressure, right? So before you go out and do it in real life, which you might just not be able to do because you're like, I'm not competent. I'm just not going to do it. You know, sometimes you might just not, you might miss out on a promotion because of that. It's yes. serious. So you want to have a, a space where you can practice and then you can, okay, I've, I've done it in that container. I know I can do it. So you can go out and do it in real life. Love so that. that's why it's not just practice, it's safe practice. And not just to complete the say word, which is I know in French that's fabulous it's um uh, are you familiar with the confidence competence loop have you heard of that before the confidence not, competence loop i've so, not heard it phrased this way so there's a the idea is that is that a person has competence they're good at something and right. because they're good at it they have confidence in doing that you know yes and so there's, it's like, because I'm good, I have confidence because I'm competent, right? Or confident, I can be competent, you know? And, right. and if you yes. think about driving a car, it's like when you first start driving, you're not so good, but as you build competence, you become confident. Well, right. part of safe practice is pushing beyond the comfort zone in a safe space mm -hmm. so that that loop expands. Right. Absolutely. Right? That's the whole point. Yes. And that is the whole point. And so for you to, to expand the confidence competence loop, I think is really, that's huge. I'm, I'm padding my, my page that I've written my notes on um, because that is that's safe practice to be able to say, mm -hmm. okay, I don't want to look like an idiot when I practice this. So instead of just having passive knowledge and know something, that's the, competence i'm going to dare to step out of my confidence zone and dare to be slightly incompetent until i become competent and right. then my confidence grows that's huge selection activation immersion 
and safe practice yes. uh, moving beyond passive knowledge. Beautiful mm-hmm. steps. You are listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. Wayne Purnell. You know you are bigger than the life you are leading. It really is time to attend to that thing you've wanted to do or have, but you've been putting off. It's time to step into that dream you've parked for someday. It's time to claim true well-being, both personally and professionally, without giving up the success that got you here. It's time to check out Dr. Purnell's signature small group retreat, the Exponential Success Summit. Explore ExponentialSuccessSummit.com. Seats are extremely limited as this is a very special small group event. www.ExponentialSuccessSummit.com. How long does an average student take? Like, how long does does your program typically take? Do you have people that have been with you for years? Or is it sort of like, you know what, in six months, I can get people three months or nine months? Like, how does this, how do you do what you do? What's your magic? That's, uh, that really depends in where you start, where you're going, and how long you have to get there. Um, I, do I love that like, answer. It's it's absolutely. <laughs> I'm accurate. sorry. It's it's a terrible answer. I, I <laughs> no, guess no, I could tell you. It's fabulous. Months. I uh, I love that so much because people ask that about about personal development. How long before yes. I have my breakthrough? How long before I'm making my millions and in, in you know take that exponential success leap? It depends. It totally depends. I used yes. to teach martial arts, and they'd go, "Well, how long for a black belt? You know, when can I get my black belt?" And I go, you right. give me $6, I'll hand you a black belt. Ta-da. Um, right? It's like, <laughs> sure. Or, or you put in time and effort and energy and you actually, you know, become a serious student and, and you get what you want. So, um, right. if, so but I mean, if, I can, I can answer more precisely if you want, like that was, if, if a person were a serious student and they came to you and said, Angel, I'm ready to learn. And I would like to, my goal is to travel in France with ease. I would like to be able to order. I'd also like to be able to read a French uh, newspaper while having my uh, my my cappuccino. Uh, that's right. not very far off. I mean, it's not a really advanced level that you're describing. So, I mean, that can definitely be done in six months if you're not very fast. That's and awesome. Probably, if you're very fast, it can be done in three months. Most, yeah probably faster than that if you're if you're very committed yeah, yeah generally so, i uh I, I would look at the level of fluency just like really being able to do everything you can um, i have a case study on my blog of a uh a student who did it in six months okay so and i think it was really from zero all the way to actually studying in france in a theater school wow that's something so that, I don't think everybody can expect to have these kind of results. I think he had a number of things that made him uh, do it faster than other people. Uh, for one thing, he was rather young. Uh, I think he was 25. He is an actor, so it's a lot easier to embody something if you're already an actor, you know. 
Uh, and then he actually went to Paris and he learned most of that most, most of that in France. So he had full immersion all the time, French friends and everything. So he definitely had an ideal setup. But in general, I think anyone who's really committed can do it in one year. Amazing. Yeah. My um so I think my audience typically has most of the people listening and watching. Uh they typically have um, jobs and or careers and or family commitments and or mm -hmm. fill in the blank. You know, it's not like, hey, I'm going to learn French and dedicate, um, you know, six, eight hours a day. It's sort of like fitness, right? right. I want to get fit, but I'm not going to the gym eight hours a day. I know that mm -hmm. those people that do, wow, their results are are really fast. Right. So, so in your experience where someone comes to you and says, I want to learn and, you know, how much time do I devote to this? It's like, well, what's your recommendation? It really depends, but the concept of immersion is really that you have to do it as much as possible. So what I do is I teach people to do it in the cracks of the schedule. So there will be some time, for example, if you're working out, your, your ears will be free. So you want to be listening to some French at this point. Uh, if you're cooking, you want to be listening to some French. If you are sometime when you're in the car, you know, that kind of things. And then it's really important, particularly for vocabulary, to have a little uh, habit of checking your notebook or your flashcard app. Most people like to use a notebook. It's, uh, you know, with old pen and paper method. Uh, it, if you do it five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, you will learn very fast. And then, of course, you have your one to two hours of actual practice. People who study one-on-one -on -one with me will have one or two hours with me per week, you know, depending on the kind of intensity they want. And also, they're always invited to the group session, which is on Sunday. So that could be up to three hours. And I definitely encourage everyone to speak French as much as they can, even though it might not be so easy, depending on, you know, your situation uh, to find that. But yeah. So it definitely takes a few hours a week and you have to do as much immersion as you can. That's awesome. But it's a commitment. I mean, it's it's an investment. If you know it's important for you to, like once you speak your language, you have it for the rest of your life. So and, yes, it yes. will take some time and effort and probably money, but it's an investment. I, um, you know, I'm listening with kind of a perspective of this is this is coaching. This is, yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> absolutely. You, you can't, coaching, yeah. you can't just teach. You know, we used to say uh, there are students that come and they're like, "Well, inflate my balloon." Um, you know, it's like you, you know, blow me up. It's like it, do it doesn't work that way. Like I wish would be easier. Uh, well, I'm not sure I want clients that were just like that, right? It's like I want clients that are invested in right. their own growth. I want clients that are invested in becoming better in the world. I want clients that are invested in lifting the people around them. And, mm -hmm. and for you, as you teach French, it's, it's not like, well, you know, you want clients that just want to learn French so they can go to a movie. It's like, you want clients that learn French that can also then hang with other French speakers and maybe mm -hmm. enjoy, enjoy the culture, like go at some point, go to, go to France, go to other French speaking countries or areas, um, connect online. Yeah. It's like the connection and the community, I think makes all the difference. And it makes all the difference in a, in, 
the world of success growth mm-hmm. as well, right? So this is awesome. This is, I'm really, I'm appreciative. Uh, I have not interviewed somebody who does, like, I teach this very specific thing where the the overlap of this is coaching. Like, you want... It, yeah, absolutely. Right? You invest you. Like, I invest... Mm-hmm myself into each of my clients and yeah, you invest and- you into each of your clients you have a framework Absolutely. but you make it very um you make it unique to each person right mm-hmm. absolutely and you have to think that often if you do learn a language it will open so many more possibilities it's like every new language you add is a new a whole new world like for it me is. i would not have been able to live in german speaking country and do everything I've done here if I hadn't learned German at some point. And, you know, my girlfriend is Mexican. We do mostly speak English together, but I also speak Spanish. And that helps <laughs> a lot in that situation, you know. And every new language you had, you had is a new, a new world, basically. I so just want to pause for a second. Traveling. Yes. I'm pausing you for a second. You come from Dijon, France. Yes. You moved to Vienna, then to Berlin, back to Vienna. Yes. And and you you met a Mexican woman <laughs> and you speak German. This is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, very international. Um, How uh, like I love everything about that story. <laughs> it, yeah, because when you start having an international life and having several languages and having traveled a bit in different places, it becomes normal. So for me, like, like before you pointed it out, I, and I should have known because it happens many times, but I just forget every time. It's normal for me in a regular day to speak four different languages. That's fabulous. It just happens. It's my life. That's, I, that may be the, the, the quote of this session is that, uh, of this podcast is it happens. It's my life. When you get well, because like I said, it it opens so many possibilities, and then it's just a part of who you are. As with success, as with yeah, I love this language, uh, success, your mindset around uh, financial literacy, your mindset around owning a successful business, your mindset around Mm -hmm. learning a language, and then another, and then another, and then another. It's it's fabulous. It's really great. I don't know if you can hear my cat in the background. She's been known to join. I don't. She's been known but to join me on podcast podcasts before. Um, this is great, Angel. What uh, what have I not asked you? What are you hoping that I would that I would ask you? And a second question, because you can lump them both together. Your answers. What? Um, where are you headed from here? Like you have this successful coaching business. Now what? Right. So two questions. Have I not asked you a question that you were hoping I would ask? And what's next for you? Um, I was kind of expecting more questions about business, like how I built it and stuff like that. But I've answered those questions so many times. So if you don't, that's totally fine. I have other interviews that are uh, that are available. Um, and then what's next? Uh, I'm definitely going to continue coaching people online. Um, I want to develop my uh, group program more. Like currently, I have just enough students to fit one hour of coaching per week, but I definitely want to have more later to have just open more possibilities to have more coaching hours for the group. And like my dream that I've had for a while, I just need a 
bit of a bigger audience for that is to do retreats in France and actually go to France with a group of students and, you know, real life immersion, real life, you know, actual challenges like, okay, we're going to this restaurant, you're going to speak to the waiter or you're going to go to the library and speak to the uh, employee of the library to get a French book. Um, yeah, that kind of things. That that would be absolutely awesome. That is awesome. That's I love I love your plan for yourself. That's so good. Um, there are different ways to build a business. Let's talk about that a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, yes. Since that was on your mind, and um, and I didn't ask you about it, there are many different ways to build a business. What? Um, why don't you talk a little bit about that? That you know, it's it, having an online coaching business is very different than having a store or well, going or going to work or working for um, you know a, a supermarket somewhere. It's like mm-hmm. you chose to create an online business. So talk about, yeah, do talk about that journey just a bit. So I was in a situation where I was kind of forced to stay at home. And also I was just really, really good at English and not so good at German relative to, you know, compared my my English just a lot better than my German. Um, And also because I I was in Berlin in a fully immersed uh, English speaking situation. And that was the reason why I really love working from home. I really love working in English. It just made more sense to have a business online and in English. And also, like I was telling you, it was the beginning of teaching online. So because that possibility was now a thing, it made sense for me to go all in in that direction rather than try to continue teaching offline, which I had done a lot. And it had just not really gelled into something that was make helping me make a living reliably because i had been doing that for many years but just not enough people learning french in german speaking context and you know and also just not what i was the best at i'm just better at english and then because i was starting my business that's like we often say that building a business is the biggest crash course in self-development that you can have Mm. and that is where i got the idea of coaching I didn't set out to, yeah, I'm going to be a French learning coach. No, it's because I got into personal development for myself that I was like, okay, like I have to take this and bring it to French because it works together. And it seems that I was the first person to think of that, or at least I haven't found someone who has done it before me. Mm-hmm. It's a simple idea. I would not be surprised if someone came you know, out of the woods and be like, oh, no, I did it 20 years ago. Like, It's simple enough, you know? Yeah, But I didn't see it anywhere. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And it made sense also because English speakers are traditionally the group of people who are the least prone to learning languages and the least, I don't, I don't want to say skilled, but it's kind of that, you know, like historically the whole world is learning your language. So you haven't so much of an incentive, but sometimes you have to. Well, Americans are sort of spoiled, right? Everywhere else in the yeah. world you were exposed to a second language or a third language by the time you're 10 years old in, in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, you've got exposure to two to three different languages in the United States. At least we, uh, we aren't really exposed to that until middle school. Um, and then it's an elective. 
Mm-hmm. It's not a mandate. And it, it it's sad in many in many ways that we're we're not exposed to that. We're not given that as as almost like it's it's optional. Everybody else in the world will speak English. It's like yeah, it's not it's okay. a bit of the double edged sword of the uh, you know world supremacy of being the biggest world power is that. Yeah, like there are many billions of whichever currency you want that are spent on learning languages, and over 50% of that is spent on people learning English. <laughs> One language is right. more than 50% of the total budget. Yes. So so it's it's huge. And it's an advantage, of course. Like you can say that you're spoiled, but on the other hand, if you end up in a position where you need to speak French and English, or if you speak, you need to speak uh, uh, English and Spanish or whatever, the likelihood that it will be an English native speaker in that position is very low because. Yeah. I just think that it's up to each of us to, to expand our horizons and under oh, the absolutely. heading of, you know, both activation and immersion that when we go somewhere that we pay attention to what's around us mm-hmm. and that we immerse ourselves and dare to actually enjoy the culture that we've gone right. to and not try and bring our culture and impose that on the culture that already exists. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's easier with a coach too, which is, you know. Very much. Coming full circle with the whole very much to do that i i'm excited that you're saying that you're you know you're one of your goals for your future is to provide retreats it's like that'd be awesome i I would absolutely love that and yeah and another element of my own personal growth which i've then integrated in my business is the whole meditation uh, aspect so i have actually on my youtube channel some meditation tracks that i've recorded to help students get into the mindset, like, you know, jump into their French speaking self. Yeah. So that's a whole nother topic that we could have discussed, but yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about, you know, YouTube is free, right? So uh, people can access free content from Mm -hmm. you. Um, Is it, is it under your name? It's under my name. Yes. Uh, Angel Preto, the French coach. Okay. Yes. I will, uh, that'll be in the notes. Uh, Angel mm-hmm. is, is like angel, A-N-G-E-L. Like yes. Preto is P-R-E-T-O-T, yep. a French coach, which is awesome. So um, I think that's great. I, you know, I will, I personally will be looking you up on YouTube and uh, beginning that kind of journey to just see what else you've got. Um are you going to be doing books? Are you going to be doing uh, downloadable courses? Anything like that? Yes. I mean, I definitely want to write books. Uh, that's a plan I've been having. I have some drafts. It's, it's going to be a thing in the future. Absolutely. And then I have my course, the French French Accelerator. Uh, it's not really a downloadable because it's a membership and community. So some parts of it are downloadable, but I think the community is really important and especially the weekly uh, calls are important because you can find a ton, honestly, of French courses and French uh, books. Like if or when I write books, it will be more about the method and how to than about the language itself because there are so many already. Like you yes. don't need to add one, right? But really, it's the the practice element and the actually getting there that is really important. 
I love this. So um, good. I do have a free uh, starter kit that you can download, which has seven different resources, including one meditation track to open your mind to French and a uh, fluency worksheet, which is the core of the method that I use and uh, other little things like, you know, how to learn vocabulary the right way, because yes, there is one way to do it, which is going to be a lot faster. Well, this you is... Can get that this, on my website, frenchfrancy.net slash starter kit. Say it again, because this is what I was going to say is this is exactly where I was heading with you is how do people reach you? You have something free to offer, which is amazing. So yes. one more time, because frenchfrancy.net, that's the website. And you will find everything on the website. I have my blog uh, on that. Um, you know, all of my services are on there. But if you want to go straight to the uh, free uh, starter kit, frenchfrancy.net slash starter kit. You can write it in one word. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. Frenchfluency.net slash starter kit. Yes. Um, I will have all of that in my show notes as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the best way for people to reach you to, you know, to yes. find out more about you is frenchfluency.net. Yes. So there is a contact form. You can email, uh, email me directly from that contact form. I will, you will go through my team, but you know, that's the best way to reach me. Uh, then if you get the starter kit, you'll be on the email list afterwards. So I will periodically send you new things. Um, and yeah, YouTube comments, I will always read them and reply to them. I'm easy to reach. Oh, you can even, if you're interested in working with me, you can book a free 30 minutes call with me. Uh, you will have the link to that on like all of the pages of the program. And if you want to go directly there, frenchfrancy.net slash call, C-A-L-L. And that's going to be your application call for French coaching. If you want to jump right on. That's fabulous. Yes. <sighs> Angela, it's so been I'm a available. pleasure. Pardon? Mm-hmm. I'm available, definitely. I, you know, until I'm completely submerged with requests, which so far, <laughs> I know, so far it has only happened once, but then it became more quiet again. So yeah, I'm, you can reach me. Very good. You are accessible. Um, this is great. I feel like we've we've barely scratched the surface. Like to learn a little about you, about the way you think, about the way you coach. Um, how you got to be where you are um, and, and what's next for you. I, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful personal story as well as, you know, you're offering, you're offering insights on how to get better, just get better, like as a human. Um, and you do that through language. So I appreciate yes. all of that. Um, any, any closing thoughts beyond what you've offered? Um, I don't think so. No, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you. And yeah, I agree that we've only scratched the surface and it's hard to get me to stop talking about things. So I definitely yeah. can speak <laughs> a lot more about so many topics. But yeah, we have, to, uh, we have to contain ourselves to one episode. Otherwise, it never ends. That's very true. So with that said, Angel Preto, I will say uh, merci. Well, merci à toi. <laughs> Thank you so much, Wayne, for having me. That was a pleasure. It, it is a pleasure. All right. This is One Sharp Sword Cutting Through to What Matters Most. I've had Angel Preto with me, and I am Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, 
the Exponential Success Coach. We'll see you here next time. Thank you for listening to One Sharp Sword, cutting through to what matters most with your host, Dr. P, Dr. Wayne Purnell, the Breakthrough Success Coach and your Powerful Presence Mentor. 